0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we've got a crazy entitled parent story of a father threatening to beat someone up because they won't give up their seat. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my horrible mother-in-law is homeless and my wife and I don't care. I'm a 25-year-old male and married to a 26-year-old female named Carol and her mother Danielle, who is 61, is a complete bag of garbage and that's the nicest thing to say. During Carol's childhood, Danielle would always belittle Carol and manipulate her into the most BS stuff, mostly always claiming that her father abandoned them in Colorado to seek fame and fortune in California and refusing to pay child support whereas she would actually spend said child support on her own self, buying books and clothes and not supporting her daughter. Danielle also changed Carol's last name on Social Security to Danielle's last name when she was a little kid, which made it incredibly difficult for Carol to find a job as an adult because she was an illegal alien to the U.S. government. That meant she had one last name on her birth certificate and a different last name on her Social Security card. Danielle also had a very crap job that didn't pay the best and had to get an apartment with Carol under Carol's name because Danielle had crap credit and Carol had a zero credit score because she was 18 at the time and didn't have her own bills to pay. Danielle kept getting on Carol's case about not having a job, but Carol said she couldn't because of the name issue. They ended up getting evicted due to failure to pay rent because Danielle's job wasn't enough to pay for a luxury apartment and had to move in with grandma. Danielle later lost her job during COVID and has been unemployed ever since. There's way too many scenarios about how Danielle would take advantage of her own daughter, but I don't wanna bore y'all with the details. Anyway, onto the story. Back in late 2021, while me and Carol were engaged, she wanted to join the US Navy. She got her name changed to her father's last name on social security to match her birth certificate and even gave her recruiter child custody papers to prove her name. She enlisted, got through basic, completed her A schooling and got her orders to serve on a ship. We got married in September 2022 before she was shipped to Virginia for her new orders. While Carol was serving and I spent my time packing my belongings to move out to Virginia myself, I learned that Danielle was going to therapy to possibly move on, or so I imagined. I tried so darn hard to stay away from her during that time, but she was always bugging me, wondering why Carol wasn't talking to her during the day. I let her know on repeated occasions that she has no cell service on her ship. But to her, it was just one of those in one ear and right out the other things. I eventually made it to Virginia in December 2022 to be with Carol. We've been ignoring all of Danielle's calls for a while. Fast forward to April, Carol gets a text from Danielle asking her to call her to talk. They talk on the phone for a while and Carol learns that her grandma's not doing well. I also get my brother's high school graduation invitation in the mail and I want to see him graduate in May, which means Carol wants to see her grandma because she fears that she may not make it to the end of 2023. Danielle seemed to be super nice and Carol and I both thought she changed because of all the therapy she'd been getting. So last week we fly back to Colorado and Danielle loans us her car while we're there and was being way too nice to us like a decent human. We see my brother walk across the stage and Carol gets to see her grandma. While there, we learn that grandma wants to move into a more safer place with Carol's aunt because of her health. And Danielle has to move somewhere else because in her eyes, everyone doesn't wanna take me in because the family doesn't like me. We told her that if we weren't living in a 650 square foot one bedroom apartment on the other side of the country, then we could help her. Again, she starts being even nicer to us while still in Colorado. I even warned Carol that her being nice could mean something bad in the future given her past behavior. Carol agreed. A few days after we flew back to Virginia, which was 5 days ago, Carol gets a text from Danielle saying that she's going to have to live in her car because nobody will help her in. Carol asked her why she can't get a job and get her own apartment, and she said that I can't get a job in my age and it's been too long and it's very expensive to live on your own, especially in Colorado. Carol told her that we unfortunately can't help her because one, we live in a small apartment and two, we live seven states away on the other side of the country. So now here we are today. I'm at work and I get a call from Carol saying that she needs to be with me. I ask if everything's okay because I can tell she's not. She said she would talk about it when she got there. 30 minutes later she shows up and I go on my lunch break with her. She tells me that her mom literally asked for $1,000 to help her move from Colorado to Virginia so she could be with us. $1,000. We told her multiple times we couldn't help her because we don't have that kind of room. We let alone don't have $1,000 to just give away because we live paycheck to paycheck. I was so flabbergasted. And Carol told me that her being super, super nice in recent times was way too good to be true which is what I felt would happen. She either didn't get the therapy she needed, or she lied. I don't know what was the case about that, because there's no proof. I wasn't around for this part, but Carol and Danielle argued over the phone. More like cussing each other out, per se. Danielle was upset with Carol for not providing a home for her when she did it for her first 20 years of life. And now Carol can't return the favor. Carol then told her mother, Just freak off already before hanging up and blocking her completely. Danielle's now homeless and living in her Nissan Sentra, but we couldn't care less. All those years Carol had to endure due to Danielle's entitled and narcissistic behavior is now biting her in the butt. And nobody wants to live with her because of this, because that witch only cares about herself and knows what she's doing is wrong and doesn't care. I personally and honestly don't care if she dies. I'll pee on her grave when she dies. I think OP's final parting words are a little aggressive, but I get the general sentiment there. One of the things that always upsets me the most with narcissistic parents or entitled parents is when they say, well, I raised you for the first 18 years of your life, gave you a place to stay. You legally had to. That's a choice you made by having me. Also hi, I'm Steven. And if you can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my mom is mad at my sister because she's moving out. My mom, 40-year-old female, is mad at my sister, 15-year-old female, because she wants to move out with my other sister, which I find weird because isn't your goal as a parent for your children to move and become independent? I find it weird and I want to know how to be supportive of my sister. So there's a lot I think missing from the details of the story because at 15, that's a little young to be moving out, I don't know what the situation is with OP's other sister, but I can understand almost any parent being upset that a 15 year old wants to leave. Our next story is, Karen made my train go behind schedule. So this happened two years back, thought of sharing it here. I was so worked as an engineer at a heritage museum, and at the end of the tour of the heritage museum, we had these rideable trains that kids and their parents could ride on to blow off the steam, pun intended, from the boringness of the tour so I was given the job of driving these trains. Driving these trains was the best job in the museum, and I was fulfilling a lifelong dream of going on a steam train, blowing the whistle, listening to all the kids cheering and giggling with glee, and genuinely having a good time with my passion. So, as the engineer, you get to decide what train you want to drive for the day. I was going to drive the best steam train in the shed, It was the streamlined, silver New York Hudson J3A Dreyfus. It was a sight to see, and the whistle was loud and monstrous. Anywho, I decided to take it for a test drive before I took the passengers out for our one-mile track with tunnels, hills, bends, trestle bridges, and crossing gates. I did the daily routine of oiling the axles, steaming the train, and cleaning the overall look to ensure it was as shiny and silver as possible. I drove the train in the direction of our train yard okay so let me set the scene i was going to go through a railroad crossing and before that there was a parking lot on the left side of the track while there was a whistle post on the other side so this post was there to tell an engineer to blow the whistle before coming to a railroad crossing i blew the whistle and immediately heard a car honk i didn't have time to turn around the honk probably woke someone up or a friendly person saw me coming and did a friendly honk I went to pick up the cars and drove to the station. There was a crowd of kids and their parents looking at our manager's booth and there was yelling. I did my usual thing of breaking and using my bell instead of my whistle to tell my manager I had arrived on time. The manager and an angry woman come out, let's call her Entitled Mother. Entitled Mother pointed at me and said, HIM. I got up from my train idling. I say, me ma'am? They say, how dare you try to scare my kids and me while we were taking a nap. This was probably the person who honked my car at me. I say I'm sorry ma'am, but I was just following the sign's directions. She says, well look how traumatized my kids are. Her kids were fawning over the silver Dreyfus, taking pictures, not looking traumatized or scared. The manager said, ma'am, he was following directions and please stop yelling, you're scaring the other kids. So if you're going to ride, I'm going to need to see your ticket. Some kids in the line to ride my train's passenger cars looked uncomfortable and antsy. They probably wanted the train ride to start. The parents were looking at the Entitled Mother because they didn't want to deal with their antsy kids. Entitled Mother huffed, fine, but my kids should ride in the front with the engineer. Entitled Mother gave the ticket to my manager, and my manager looked at the ticket. Ma'am, first of all, you needed to book the ticket online and choose the seats for your kids and you. The front near the engineer and the back near the caboose is our most popular options. This ticket is for the middle train cars. Secondly, the ticket is for tomorrow, so I cannot let you ride today. OP, start the train. Entitled Mother started to have another tirade with the manager, and I went over to the two kids of Entitled Mother to tell them I was starting the train. I felt bad for them for having a psychotic mother like that, so I gave them a golden train keychain that I gave everyone at the end of a train ride. We were a few minutes behind schedule, thanks so much Entitled Mother, so I yelled ALL ABOARD, blew the whistle and left the station a little too quickly. I drove the train and I was coming up on a railroad crossing and saw Entitled Mother pulling up to the dropping gates of the crossing. I had a devilish thought in my head, I dropped the speed to 10-15 to miles per hour. Karen was honking her car and screaming at me. I just looked at her and smiled, putting my hands up. I'm just following the rules. Can we all take a beat to appreciate the manager in this situation, who very firmly and clearly laid out the rules and what's going on? Like, you could have been there for a while trying to appease this Karen and her kids, but this manager was very quickly and succinctly like, nope, this isn't what's going on, OP, take the train off. Our next story is, my entitled mother's girlfriend is making me feel bad for being mad. I'm so confused and I feel terrible right now. So my parents have been abusive towards me in the past in many ways. They would beat me for little to no reason. Most times they'd make me babysit, cook, clean, feed, etc. My little sibling and adults along with too many dogs. And for a long time we lived in filth because I was the only one cleaning and I couldn't keep up with six different people living in our house. They also emotionally and mentally abused me, so obviously I, trans male, 16, would be mad at my parents, especially my mother, since she hasn't changed at all. I was on the way to interview for a job I didn't get, and me and my mom's girlfriend started talking about my mother. The conversation went into the past and how I'm mad that my parents did what they did, and I'm getting a job so I won't be home all day and I can save money for myself. She started to say how I felt was weird and then said, when you get older, you'll realize that parenting has no handbook and they do things that aren't good, but they still love you. I remember when stepmom insert abuse here, not my place to see what she went through, and I ran from her, but I still forgave my dad even though he never helped. Your mom was in an abusive relationship with your dad which caused her to do this all. You'll see and forgive her one day. I obviously got a bit upset because I thought she was the one person who would actually listen to me and not say something like that to me. I just changed the subject, but it still hurts. I know parenting is hard. I basically raised my siblings, but I think that a good parent would make sure that. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Children's house was at least not filled with dogs and trash everywhere. I'd think a parent wouldn't leave their job for the kids to do. I think a responsible parent wouldn't give their 12-year-old kid a weapon on their birthday even though they asked for new glasses. I think a responsible parent wouldn't spend so much money on their partners and weed instead of making sure there was food. I think a responsible parent wouldn't make their child a therapist for themselves. And it got so bad, their kid doesn't know how to help themselves and will stay in an abusive friendship and get groomed by grown women and men just because they're offered something the parent never gave. I think that would be, you know, the basics, but apparently there needs to be a handbook for all of this now. I just feel so betrayed because the girlfriend was supposed to be the one person I could trust but now I don't. Since of course she went and told my mom everything I said, so now I'm shutting down again. I know on here there's people that'll give me advice and I need that right now. Do I completely shut the girlfriend off too now? I mean, I think you still have to kind of see how things go with your girlfriend and how they react to how you feel and treat you considering what their mom feels and what they told their mom and how their mom reacts. But I think a very easy thing to keep in mind is if the girlfriend doesn't support you or support the way you feel or think, and in fact like just blabs about it to other people, then is it really worth it? This next story is, woman is mad at her friends for not allowing her son to feed their calf. As someone involved in farming and agriculture, I'm in quite a few farm related groups and earlier this morning I came across this post. Went to visit some of my husband's friends in Kentucky nine hours away. Our small son enjoyed their farm. They had a bottle calf and would not let our nine-year-old help bottle feed it. Said their teenage son would feed it when he got home. Acted like it was a big deal and only their son could feed the calf. I've raised bottle calves throughout my life, and I just didn't understand the reasoning with these folks. We're farm folks, but don't have cows right now. I would let visitors feed anything I have and not even think about it. I'm always glad to introduce kids to agriculture. Just disappointed. Like ma'am, your kid is not entitled to feed anyone else's animals just because you want him to experience it. No one needs to give you an explanation why your kid isn't allowed to do something with their property. And I can think of at least a dozen reasons why they wouldn't be okay with a child feeding an animal and instead want their own teenage son to feed it. I mean, how about just like for anything, the liability reasons? If you want to introduce your son to these animals and really get them hands-on experience, take them to a petting zoo. Our next story is, Mom lies slash exaggerates just to scapegoat me? This is something she does all the time, it's literally the biggest reason why my relationship with my mother is pretty much superficial. This morning my mom was complaining that there was trash all over the floor. There was one bottle cap on the floor that I overlooked. She went on to whine about how exhausting I am and about how every day he finds a new way to stress me out, I don't think there's a single grown man that lives here. Why does she have to act like I'm such a horrible person for something this petty? She's the same person who will let the dishes pile up for weeks before washing. But if I were to forget to wash my dishes, she'd be sure to dig into me about it. Even though she paints herself as a victim, it seems like she just enjoys putting other people down. But unfortunately, I'm the only one who sees that side of her. Honestly, it sounds to me like she's lashing out here by doing this in some way. Whether that helps her feel better about herself, whether that's just like a coping mechanism, I don't know. Needless to say, she's incredibly out of line here. Our next story is mom with autistic adult son. I would like to start with the fact I'm not discriminating against anyone who is autistic or trying to be a jerk. I was at Universal Studios in Orlando a few weeks back, solo. I'm in line for one of the shows. Naturally, it was packed because it was Worlds for cheerleading. The announcement comes on that everyone needs to move forward and squeeze together. Everyone packs together in the typical way. All of a sudden, this woman says, You need to watch what you're doing when there's an autistic person near you. Apparently, I bumped into him with my fanny pack, as I'd been bumped into by many other people as well. I just looked at her and said, lady, I'm sorry, but I have no way of knowing he is, unless you want me to start judging people by their physical appearance. Mind you, this guy was at least in his 40s. The look of utter shock on her face was fantastic. Moments later, she shoves her way to the front and demands to be seated in the front row center because her son is autistic. The employees let her because they clearly didn't want to deal with her. She looked sharply at me to show that she was getting what she wanted. She clearly uses the fact that her son is differently abled to do whatever she wants. Also, if you don't want to get bumped into, don't go to crowded places. It happens. Seriously though, am I supposed to start judging people's medical abilities based on appearance alone? This was definitely like some kind of bait, right? Like she was only using this as an excuse to get even better positioning, right? This next story is responding to Entitled Future Grandma. I had an appointment this week. The woman who was helping me mentioned that her daughter and fiance are expecting their first baby. She didn't like that they don't want to know the gender and even said she offered to pay for them to get an extra ultrasound to find out. Like the couple cares about that, they don't want to know the gender. Then she goes off on how she expects them to name the baby after her, even if it's just the middle name, because she's the only grandparent who will be involved. She went as far as to tell me, if they don't name this baby after me, I'm not buying any diapers. If this were the mother or mother-in-law, I would have no problem standing my ground. But it's not. Part of me wants to mind my own business, but another part of me wants to warn her against this behavior so she doesn't find herself on the outs with her daughter, future son-in-law, and grandchild. Do any of you speak out to entitled grandmas to be in this kind of situation? What do you say? I'm going to see this woman again in two weeks, so I'd like to have a few comments prepared if she brings it up again. As much as it's eating away at OP to get involved here, it's probably not their place. In fact, I don't know what kind of appointment OP's involved with, but you might not want to open up that portal of being involved in this other woman's business. This next story is, my mother regularly tells me to spend a thousand plus on plane tickets for her, but doesn't believe I have the right to buy myself a donut. My mom is Pakistani, she regularly complains that I've never bought her tickets to go visit Pakistan, even though I did already in 2020 before COVID, and is constantly telling me how I have to buy them for her, when they cost between $1,400 to $1,600, but also gets angry and upset with me when I spend $4.50 on a large strawberry lemonade from Wendy's, or spend $3.80 buying myself two donuts. I mean, it's just unrealistic to expect somebody to visit an entirely different country on a regular basis. For a lot of people, trying to set aside $1,400 to $1,600 is not a trivial thing, especially when, let's be honest, you realize that setting aside all that money could be better spent probably on lots of other things to better your current situation. This next story is Entitled Father Threatens to Beat a Nice Woman Because She Won't Give Up Her Own Seat. I'm 18-year-old male, so for backstory, I was on a train with me and my family. Not like a subway or anything, but like a one-day train in India. And trains in India are stereotyped for being dirty and stuff, but we would rode in second class AC, which is cleaned every single day. Also, the people aren't usually chill, but if you don't bother them, they don't bother you. Here enters Entitled Mother and Entitled Father. They enter the train, and it is immediately recognizable that this is their first time they've rode on the expensive side of the train. I'm not trying to be snobbish, but you get what you pay, and we would have gone for a cheaper ticket if there were seats on the train. It was about 4am, and they were walking through the corridor with loud noises, three children, two of them crying, and they woke up the nice lady because they needed two more seats for the kid. The nice lady woke up and questioned them she was speaking a south indian language but she understood the entitled mother and entitled father's language but they didn't understand hers they said that stop speaking such primitive language and give us your seats because we have kids and we deserve it obviously in their language so the nice lady immediately started speaking english remember that she understood them but they couldn't understand her She said, I'm sorry, but these are my seats, and why didn't you buy two extra tickets? For this, one of the young boys, who looked like 11-ish, stepped up to translate this to his parents after he spoke. The entitled mother then started, Speak to us only in Hindi because your mouth doesn't deserve English. Yeah, she said that. The nice lady, who was about 45-ish, had already become friends with my mother and aunt because it was a long journey and they needed someone else to chat to. And also, the nice lady was nothing but nice towards our family, and was traveling with her family of around seven people. Herself, her husband, her mother-in-law, and four of her kids. She also offered me to play a game of Uno with her kids, and some of them are still my friends. The nice lady then started the same sentence in Hindi. The entitled mother said that, I have kids and you don't, so give up your seat and sit on the floor. The nice lady told them to freak off and give their seats to their children and them sit on the floor. The entitled mother wouldn't have this, so when the nice lady went to go get something from her bag, the entitled mother jumped on the seat and hauled her kids on it. The nice lady with a very calm face said, Woman, this is not your seat, please get off. The entitled mother said finders keepers, not exactly but along the lines of that. And because of this, we offered the nice lady a seat and seated my cousin who was a baby at the time on my aunt's lap. But the nice lady politely declined and went to sit with her family. But we thought nothing of it until the entitled kid entered the story. I was about 14 to 15 at the time and was playing Mario Kart on my iPad. Then one of the entitled kids instantly tries to ply the thing from my hands. But I was older than him, so he wasn't able to get it. I said, dude, what are you trying to do? To that he replies, I want that game, and immediately say no to him due to the trying to snatch it and not ask for it. So after a couple of minutes later, the entitled mother asks me, can my son have that game? No, I replied, but why, my angel is bored and he deserves it, with a smug kind of look. I said, your angel tried to snatch it from me without asking, what are you talking about, He would never do that. In a shocked tone, Okay, whatever helps you sleep at night, and keeping your son entertained is not my responsibility, I said. They didn't bother me after that, but know what you're here for. After about an hour after the iPad incident, the entitled kid went to explore the train, so the nice lady politely sat in one of her seats. The entitled mother said, Why are you sitting in my son's seat? She said, I'm not sitting in your son's seat. He was sitting in mine. She said no he was sitting there and you have to get up before he comes the nice lady says i'm not moving from here you can do whatever you want the entitled mother with a smug look called for the entitled father the entitled father said what seems to be the problem here the mother says this lady is sitting in an entitled kid's seat make her stand up this is the part where all heck breaks loose the entitled father raises his hand looking like he was about to slap her Here in India, slapping another person, especially a woman, is not only highly frowned upon but also illegal. So basically every adult man who saw this stood up and started to yell at Entitled Father for doing this. The Entitled Father became as tame as a kitten for the rest of the trip, but the Entitled Mother didn't. She called the police and they came aboard the next station and questioned her on what happened as usual she made false accusations on how they stole their seat and they thrashed my husband when nothing like that happened and when the true story came out they were asked to leave this coach and move to the lower coaches the story ends in a happy ending with them losing money i just hate having to hear about any stories of people this entitled and this awful to any other person willingly and knowingly only buying what two tickets to get on and expecting the rest to be just taken up by their kids somewhere the whole mindset of we'll just buy what's necessary and we'll just find a place definitely definitely entitled but with that being said that's all the time we have for today now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story Check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus...